And we're back for another episode of Stream of Thought. This is episode number 187, and we kick things off talking a little bit about how my day went today. It was not the best day. And I realized, what was one remedy that could make me feel better? You'll just have to listen and find out. We also talk about my Zoom class that has concluded after 10 weeks and just a little bit of the, I guess you could say, intricacies of taking online classes and how they are different and similar to the old school physical classes that we take. Yeah, and listening to that was like pulling teeth. Speaking of which, we talk a little bit about dentistry, electric or manual. You'll have to listen to figure out which is the best option. And then we finish off with a conversation that was brought to my attention should I join the police force? I think you guys know the answer, but the conversation to ensue is pretty worth listening to. So with that being said, episode number 187 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> Everything in the morning was great. I was just like feeling awesome this morning. And everything was great. And then, of course, I go out to do DoorDash. And it was going okay until the tiniest little thing in my brain just got me further riled up. And sometimes when I get upset, I like hold on to that. And I start thinking all these negative things. Thoughts, and I start thinking of all these other things that piss me off or would piss me off as a way to try and like direct that anger at something, you know, make up fucking imaginative scenarios in my head with people that don't exist in my life. If you know what I'm saying, and I'm just like, fucking hey, this is not healthy. And you know, what would make me feel better right now? There are like Two things that can make me feel better. One of them is holding a baby and or having a conversation with an inquisitive child. And the other would be playing with a dog, preferably a French or English bulldog. Those are the only things that would make me feel better at that moment. So what I'm getting at is yesterday when I was at the park skating, I'm putting on my skates and this little girl was riding her bicycle, and she comes over to me, and she starts asking me questions. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I love that I'm having this conversation with this small child, this little miniature human being. And her mom's across the court who sees me, and I wave to her. And then she starts telling me this story. Like, yeah, one time I was talking to this lady, and I was trying to talk to her, but she had her, her earbuds in. And she couldn't hear me, and I was trying to talk to her, but I couldn't. And I started laughing and laughing and laughing because when she's telling me this story, she's not looking me in the eye. She's kind of like looking off, you know? And I start laughing because I think she's talking about me because I had earbuds in, but I wasn't listening to music. I was talking to her. So I thought that was, I thought that was her way of telling me to take the earbuds out because then later she was like, yeah, because I said to her, oh, I can hear you, but I'm not listening to music. And she's like, well, maybe today you don't listen to music. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that's so sweet. 
And so I talked to her mom, and she's like, and I'm laughing. And she's like, oh, you know, we were here yesterday, and there was a roller. She wanted, she likes the roller skates. She was trying to talk to the roller skater, but the roller skater didn't really know what she was saying because she was wearing earbuds. And I, I think the roller skater didn't really want to, like, talk to the kid. I don't know what the case was. But yesterday, I spent my time, I don't know, maybe like 30, 40 minutes. I was roller skating, and she was riding her little bicycle, and then I would intermittently go talk to her mom. And then today, uh, I'm thinking everything that I just hate about the morning I'm like, I know it's temporary and it'll pass, but right now I'm just so fucking mad. And I'm thinking, man, I hope I see Electra today. <laughs> That's the little girl whose name is I. Her, her, uh, I think her name is Zora. But when she yesterday when she was she was talking to me, I was like, oh, I'm my name's you know Victor. What's your name? And she goes. My name's Electra, and her mom's like, "That's not your name." No, <laughs> she's oh like, man, she's like, "That's not your name." Why don't you tell him your real name? And she's like, "Electra," and I'm like, "All right, well, if you're Electra, then I'm gonna be Wheels. Why don't you call me Wheels?" And I'm thinking when I got there, I'm like, "Man, I hope they show up because I just need to like hang out with a small child right now." <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so what was the what was the resolution? So she was so I was there for like. I got there at 2.30, and they were there 20 minutes later, and I was skating, and she was riding her bike, and uh, and she put a smile on my, face, on my face. She was making me laugh just being a little kid, and sometimes I realized uh, yesterday when I was trying to talk to her, you know, you say something small like, hey, your bike is purple. I see, you know, I said, like, oh, your bike is purple, you know. Is purple your favorite color? What colors do you like? You try and ask a simple question, and they're in their own world. They're not paying attention to anything that you are saying to them. They're in their own little world. But when before I realized that she was talking, and it took me a moment to realize, oh, she's not talking to me. She's just talking to herself. She's just talking. And so I started laughing, and I look at her mom, and her mom started laughing. Because she was just being a small child. And then when she wanted to talk, then she would ask me a question. But it was difficult for me to try and, and – and I realized what I was doing. Part of me was being a respectful adult, asking about somebody else, making small talk, trying to learn. That's not how kids operate. You know, kids operate in the very – in that very particular moment in time so she could be talking to me and five seconds later boom she's thinking about something else i'm not on the forefront of her mind and then 30 seconds after that oh let me ask wheels a question so to you know entertain conversation is not something that i've learned this child or probably children do it's just it's it's so much more their brain activity and train of thought is so much more fluid than that of an adult that is so true dude so there there's like two different things that are going through my mind right now like first of all the idea of a grown man talking to a, a child is something that i'm, I'm still like mm, okay i mean like i feel like somebody as yourself is as unassuming and i mean you're there every day so it's not like you're a unknown 
person. You're you're right. Like a very, and then the other thing. It's not it, like I'm a dan- just say it. I am not a threat or a danger to anybody. <laughs> I'm totally. I am a totally normal person. But that that is totally something that w- is like the first thing that popped into my mind is like, what is the parent thinking? Is this is this a potential predator? Is this is there it, like danger th- things going off? But exactly, yeah, yeah. That, that's so that's so crazy. So first of all, the fact that you're able to have a conversation with like a child and have that childlike experience kind of relived again with them, I think it is. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember when I first thought about this. But if I ever am at somebody's house for Thanksgiving or even, like, a party, honestly, I would much rather eat my meal at the kids' table than with the adults. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, that is so I true. I can talk to the adults all day long, but, bro, like, I, children are so much more interesting and entertaining and honest and it's a it's a it's a nice refresher to be around kids you know what i'm saying well and and that's the thing is like for me it's the 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 honesty component is probably the like they're innocent obviously but also they are just brutally honest it's they say what they see and there's no filter there's no sort of social decorum or anything like that and I remember when I was a youth pastor, when a couple of uh, the kids that I worked with as as a, a youth minister would say certain things about my behavior or mannerisms, and it's like I never even thought about that because everyone else is just too polite to say anything. And I'm like, why are you doing that? That's kind of weird. And it's like, oh, I I never realized I was doing that. Thank you, kid. <laughs> that was that's great. Yeah, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I remember one time I was talking to a child. And uh, I could kind of tell, based on their body language, like, they didn't want to talk anymore. They wanted to go, like, run off and play with the other kids. Like, it was someone's kid or someone's nephew or I don't know who it was. But they're like, I say whatever it is I say, and they're like, yeah, I don't really want to talk to you anymore. And then they just ran off. (laughs) Dude, yes, that is so true. Oh my goodness! Which I wasn't offended, but they don't know. They haven't navigated the social norms and unwritten rules of how to go about starting and ending conversations with people. So they just do it how they know how, which is okay. We're done here. Don't you wish, though, at certain times that you'd just be able to say to somebody, "Hey, I don't want to talk to you anymore," and just walk away? Yeah, no, I was cool. I was like, "Awesome, go out and play." Like, thanks for like just letting me know and not like <laughs> pretending to be interested just because your uncle or parent or whoever is wanting you to talk to me. Like, oh, oh yeah, man. Dude, go play, cool. The Later. authenticity, yeah, that is something that that's probably my biggest um, kind of longing right now is getting getting back to interacting with like younger kids just because they don't have that kind of framework that we have of social constructs and stuff like that. They can just be totally authentic. And I love, like, I love hearing what they have to say about themselves because that helps me like understand where they're coming from. But also when they say, Hey, you're doing this, that, or the other thing. And isn't that kind of weird or something like that? Um, it's something that a normal person probably wouldn't say to you, and yeah, I don't know. I, it, it's it's refreshing. It feels very refreshing. So that was that. You said uh, this morning you ended up uh, coming across them again. Yeah, it was this afternoon. 
did that improve your day at all? Oh, yes. Yes, it did improve my day. Because when I started skating, it was cool being on wheels and, like, moving around and everything. But I was still, like, pissed. And then I saw them and they came up. I was like, I feel way better. <laughs> so I have kind of switching gears a little bit. There, There's – I know I, I don't talk about my brother a lot, but – <laughs> he's got a uh, he's got to have a, a couple of teeth extracted and that was supposed to be for today and first of all I want to hear dude have you ever had any complications with your teeth like cavities or teeth pulled or root canals or anything like that like what's what's the status of your teeth bro I have never had any problems in regards to having teeth pulled. The only time that I ever had anything done to my teeth was in seventh grade when I had braces for two years, from seventh grade to ninth grade. That's the only time. Uh, cavities, I had like a couple when I was a kid, and that that's about it. And But... Tooth extraction, never. Oh, and the dentist. So this, around 2008, 2009. So the dentist over in Pickwick Plaza, my experience as well as my mother, has always been like they're always trying to fucking sell you on something. Oh, my they're God, always trying to yes. get you to see a specialist. They're always trying to like, like, bro, seriously? They're always looking for some kickback from whoever it is they want you to go to. So true. And so a lot of the time... Uh, growing up, my mom's been like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. We're just here for the basic cleaning and fill any cavities for all three children, if there are any. But when I got to be around the college age, they showed me x-rays. and like, yeah, you're going to want to see a specialist. Uh, you know, here we have the x-rays because that's when you could see my wisdom teeth in my, in my gums. You're going to want to see a specialist, yeah. blah, blah, blah. These are the reasons why. Okay, well, they're not bothering me now, and I definitely don't have the money for that. Sounds painful. It sounds like a pain in the ass. I need to go back to campus. Fuck it. Go back to campus, right? So for, like, probably two or three years, they would they would say that. And then uh, the whole wisdom teeth thing. And, dude, if it's not broken, why fix it? So – Fast forward 10 plus years, bro, I'm still good. My wisdom teeth still have not come in. And a couple times I've thought, oh, are they coming in because it gets sore? That's happened once every several years, and we're coming up on 12 or 13 years that this was first brought to my attention. So your wisdom teeth have never come in? Nope. Holy shit. But but the x-rays show that they're there, or... Yes. And my Dude. brother or sister, one of my siblings, I think, had two of the te two of the wisdom teeth taken out, I believe. But anyway, they're saying, blah, 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 get the teeth taken out so we can get some kickback from the specialist that you go to because this is fucking America and that's how shit works around here. <laughs> and so I said, fuck that. I'm not going to go until it becomes a problem. Well, if it becomes a problem, there could be more pro. Like, well, okay, well, that's thank what they you. always say. I will, 
I'll deal with it when the fucking time comes. And that time has never come. At least not yet, knock on wood. Well, here's here's the crazy part, too. For wisdom teeth, my wisdom teeth actually came in straight. So I have, my, like, my wisdom teeth are there, and they still were like, we want to remove them just because... You know, if you don't brush back there, it could create some sort of something. You know, it, it's just better safe to remove them. And how much is it going to cost? Oh, you know, $6,000 or something like that. You know, like, really? Really? No, that's a, that's a fucking scheme right there. That's a, What's that's a, a racket. S- that's what that is right there. A fucking racket. But, yeah, no, I mean, I was, and this is something, too, that it's one of my biggest childhood regrets, honestly, that I I did not pay more attention or not give more um, due diligence to like brushing my teeth every night. Were, was that was that a habit? Like in the morning and at night, you would always brush your teeth. Did you have like a routine where your parents were like, "Brush your teeth here, do this," and then you did it as it went on? Yeah, dude, I brush my teeth every day when I was a kid. I mean, I still brush my teeth every day. I will say sometimes I feel lazy and I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm not brushing my teeth. I'm going straight to bed." But yeah. Every day. Morning, night, or just once a day? Like, dude, I brush my teeth at least twice a day. At least. Sometimes I brush it in the... Sometimes I brush my teeth in the middle of the afternoon just to get a good cleaning in. Wow. Okay. After, After lunch, just to freshen up, feel a little, you know... Feel a little fresh up in there. <laughs> do, do you do you have a um? I can't remember. Do you have a manual toothbrush or an electric one? I've been I'm manual my whole life. I'll never oh, go electric. I can never go back after after I started using electric. I can never go back to manual. It just it's like it's like sandpaper. It feels or like nails on a chalkboard type thing. That I feel like when I use a manual toothbrush, I will if I have to, but it just it grates. I mean, as opposed to that electric toothbrush where it's like this this like little thing that goes and and goes up and down your teeth, the oscillating, mm. oscillating. Uh, Thank you. Head. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, there's there's nothing uh, that feels a little uh, more more like going to a dentist than having an oscillating toothbrush toothbrush where it just goes back and forth and just oh you don't you don't even honestly, have to scrub it just it does it itself you just go back bro honestly i don't think i have ever used an electric toothbrush and it's not because <laughs> i don't want to i think it's just because i've never had the opportunity like i'm not gonna go out and buy um, how much are they like i'm not gonna go out and buy an electric toothbrush if somebody happens to have one and there's a brand new fresh head to put on top of it, I'll try it for sure. But I'm not going to go out of my way and go to the store and buy an electric brush. You know what I'm thinking right now? This recalls what? back to, I think it was like, what, episode number 50 or something like that, all the way back many, many years ago. And when you said you didn't understand Bluetooth and that you couldn't see yourself ever using Bluetooth before, then you use Bluetooth. And it changed your life. I feel like this is one of those instances. You're talking about headphones? Or what are you talking about? I, I, yeah, Bluetooth. I was talking about Bluetooth headphones. Like the stuff that I'm, I'm using right now. Um, okay. That, that you, you could never see yourself yes. using a Bluetooth headphone. And then I cannot help. I cannot help but drawing a correlation 
between that and this. Once you use an electric toothbrush. I'm going to have to go back and listen because I remember – I know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know if I was that opinionated in terms of, no, I will never use Bluetooth. I don't know. I'll, I believe you. I just – but maybe I'm so into the Bluetooth, the wireless headphones now that that previous belief is buried, buried very deep. Bro, I all I have to say it. is that an electric toothbrush is like going to the dentist every single day. Your mouth just feels so clean. I and and that's part of the reason too why I think I I can skip one cleaning a day or something like that I'll, I'll do morning or night or you know i normally try to do two a day with the cleaning but my mouth just feels so good and all that it may be a bad thing really but it just my mouth just feels so clean it's i i, I cannot describe the the feeling other than when you go to a dentist to get your teeth cleaned um and coming out like that's how i feel every every time i brush my teeth really? with an electric toothbrush dude it is so amazing i love the feeling just you know rub 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 my rub my tongue against my my teeth or whatever it's like oh yeah this is clean mm. no no plaque no plaque to be found wow great stuff dude all right Maybe it's I'll it's considered it's worth it's worth it's worth giving a shot man they're they're pretty cheap right now you can you can get some of them uh as little as like 20 bucks so it, it's worth giving a shot because it's it, for me, it was a game changer. It was like I hated brushing my teeth just because of like the the bristles on the on the teeth. It just something something about that like the the rubbing stuff really right. bothered me. And so once I did this, where it's just it's this like rotating brush, the oscillating brush, and it's you don't even feel it. It just goes. It rubs rubs everything off and. You know, two two minutes later, your mouth feels like you just went to a dentist, and it's like, oh. Two minutes? That's, dude. I'm brushing my teeth for like not even two minutes. What? Thirty really? seconds. Damn. I don't know. I feel like I get up in there pretty good. I believe it. I mean, once you get a once you get a routine down, that that's it. But here's the thing too: is that I because I didn't have this like great dental hygiene. Um, growing up and didn't train myself to be a little more observant of, of my dental hygiene. Um, got a lot of cavities, and I think the last time, honestly, dude, I don't know when the last time you've been to a dentist was. Mine was six years ago. I think I went to a dentist last year. Really? Dude, yeah, and they're always mailing me shit like... <laughs> uh, like... And sometimes they, uh, I don't, not so much recently. I think it was two years ago. But they would mail me stuff like, you know, hey, you're due for a visit, or come in and use these coupons that we sent you. Like, you're like, shut up, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I would get that from the the dentist that I was uh, visiting, you know, back five six years ago. But yeah, it it's it's weird because it feels like there's this. Um, epidemic in my family right now when it comes to teeth issues um yeah i i by <laughs> i'm not going to get into details but 
I have several members of my family who are having teeth issues right now, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, you know, I actually, in the past couple of uh, weeks, I've been having this, like, weird pain inside my jaw, literally where I got the filling for uh, the last visit that I had, like, oh, six wow. years ago. And then I hear, uh, my mom tells me when, when I I bring it up to her, she's like, oh, yeah, no, uh, my, my dentist told me that... Every every eight to ten years, you need to get your fillings replaced. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? Really? Like the silver fillings? Any fillings is what they told her, or at least what she had heard. So, Well, in that yeah. case, I'm like 20 years overdue, or like 15 years overdue for one of my fillings. I, fuck if I know. I mean, I, it just... I'm like, I I try to, and unfortunately, I've I've been uh, having to. There are certain times at night where I have to take like this Walgreens, um, all day pain relief kind of thing. Just uh the the there there are moments where there's that excruciating like nerve pain that comes up. You just smoke some weed. I try that, man. Not strong enough. Get get me something really? stronger. Yeah. Wow. I, need, I need I need something to to numb the nerves. Go go down to the root. So yesterday was the last day of the class that I was, the Zoom class that I was taking. Right, the acting class. That's right. But then I was like, oh man, this is the last class. Bummer. And then we say goodbye, and then you know the teacher closes the Zoom meeting. And as soon as the window shut out, I was like, wow. All right, it's it's over. Class is over. Okay. Uh all right, okay, all right, get get on with my life. <laughs> and and so so what was the what was the I mean, was was there kind of a uh collective realization? I, I don't know. I mean fucking it's it's a I it's mean a it class. wasn't too it's an online class, so it wasn't uh, – I think it was because it was an online class. Like when you're in a physical classroom, the class is over. You're able to – Hang out you know, with you other have time. Kid, exactly. Like classmates. You have yeah. time from the class is done to get up, gather your things, go to your car, maybe get a drink with your classmates, right? And this was just – yeah, guys, it was fun. And then boom – you know, the window closed because it was electronic. So it was like, oh, oh, yeah, we're done. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so is there is there anybody that you're going to keep in touch with after the class? The teacher, uh, normally he – whenever he's sent out emails, every you, it's always uh, BCC'd. But right, he was like, yeah. hey, guys, since this is a much smaller group because there's only four of us, I think. Yeah, four of us. He's like, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll put your, I'll include your emails so you can see each other's emails if you guys want to stay in touch. Uh, but I'm not gonna. I mean, you I did, barely, you didn't develop any like special relationships with people during this right. Class. Like, they're no, don't get me wrong. Like, they're all super cool, and I wish it could have been in person. Like, they're all, like they're all really fun. Uh, I would reach out to them. I have, I have some. Uh, I don't know when this would be, but I – I'm not going to say what it is, but I have something in mind that I would like to do where I would invite people 
but that's not going to happen anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? Because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. So, no. <laughs> so, so that was it. Do you feel – sorry, you were going to say? I was going to say, too, also just kind of like being an adult – when something's over, like I've already accepted when something's over, like, yeah, you'll probably never see that person again. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. people that you growing yeah, up, yeah. people that you are, you were friends with in elementary school or high school or college or certain programs that you were a part of. So it's like, I don't feel any need to try and reach out to anybody to like, hold on to them. I have their information. Whenever the time comes, I can reach out to them for a particular reason or for no reason at all and just be like hey it's been six months or a year whatever you guys want to meet up some, you know what i'm saying so i have n i have no plans or no need to do anything at in this very moment did you i'm kind of curious with the whole online thing did you guys ever deviate from like the the schedule was it just the professor or teacher talking and then you guys were like interacting with that or was there kind of a uh, interaction like a personal interaction that went on at all or was it more just straight business it was for the most part straight i mean there was both so it wasn't like a lecture it wasn't like i sat here for two hours and the teacher was just talking the teacher would teach and talk but then there would be interactive exercises that we would do but you know, like personal like personally like you guys like took a break or whatever you had like bathroom oh right no there was people... no room for no there was no room for that. There was no room for, like, small talk in between anything. I mean, sometimes people would say something, but but there wouldn't be any – I don't know how to explain it. There was no um, – it's, it's not like if you're in a classroom and the teacher's like, okay, give me a second to set something up. And then you say, and then you have a few seconds back. Like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Or what did you like? There was no, there wasn't any of that. Okay. Just because of the nature of the format, which the class has done, which is through zoom. Because the only reason I ask is because with the chaplaincy group that we have right now is that our, our supervising instructor uh, can be late or like, whatever or has to do her own thing in those moments which leaves the rest of us the group of six of us just there and so we end up getting into these like personal conversations or i mean fuck even politics and stuff like that just i mean whatever's on people's minds it just comes up you get to learn more more about people i wasn't sure if that was kind of you know something that yeah i always like doing that i wish it could i wish it could have been there would have been room for that, but our instructor was the one, you know, you sign on and, uh, it was kind of controlled. Has to, yeah. They have to let you into the, they have to let you into the room. I mean, sometimes if you sign on, you know, five minutes before class and you're waiting for other people to come on, you might have an, an informal conversation like that, but it was very short, but nothing like. I'm wait nothing like waiting for the instructor or waiting where you can have several minutes of time to converse with someone about something that's not related to class. Why is their supervisor late and how are you guys talking to each other if Zoom or how, how does that work for you guys? I thought that you I would me I'm thinking the supervisor has control of the platform and if they're late then no one can get it, can get in. So 
what we have is it's an organizational Zoom meeting, which is like permanently available, but it's only available for the people who are registered for the class. So people on the class can technically log into the Zoom anytime they want and just be there. So it doesn't require the supervisor to be there. So it's, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting when you have those moments of just where it's not the structured lesson plan and people are just waiting. No one really knows when the supervisor is going to get there. And we're just talking <laughs> about like random shit. And yeah, the, yeah, it, it, it is very interesting to learn those things about people in, in those moments. And then the supervisor shows up and you're like, shit, like, Oh yeah, we're here for a reason. I th- I got lost in the conversation. Of that is so true. Yes, that is so true. In addition to that, too, she'll log on and be like, "Oh, what are you guys talking about?" Because that's the first part of our our session is like a check in as to how everyone's doing, and we've already been doing that for like ten minutes at that point. <laughs> it's like, come on. That's how I felt. That's how I felt when I was a waiter for a little bit because you show up to work. Or you're doing a double and it's super slow. Nothing is going on. You're just hanging out for like an hour and a half to two hours. Rolling silverware or like whatever. Hanging out and having fun. And then like the dinner rush slowly starts to build. And you're like, oh yeah, I have to do this thing called work. Well, fucking A. I was having a lot of fun just talking to my coworkers. Victor, you have a table. Damn it. So that actually, I feel like that is something that I think it's underappreciated. The time that that work colleagues or like classroom colleagues, whatever it might look like, have time together to be able to like bond and create relationships. Man, that and and it is weird. I will say, I have felt that same thing where the supervisor will log on after we've been talking for about you know seven to ten minutes. Of just uh, random stuff and just, you know, venting certain emotions and everyone's just being honest and open. Then suddenly supervisor's going to be hey, we have work to do. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, Boys all right. We're going to be drawn back in from this, like, mutual thing. But, yeah. That's, oh, man. that That's a great business model, though. I, I feel like that is something that, I don't know, I, I wish more people did the opportunity for people just to you know socialize with each other yeah you got to be drawn that's why i loved that's that is why i absolutely loved school was just the downtime the few minutes of downtime that you had before the teacher shows up to the classroom or they're on their you know they're whatever at their desk sending an email or doing something and oh close it up all right guys it's like oh damn it like the downtime that you have or when they get out the projector or the TV or the whatever, and it's not working, and they have to get someone from <laughs> yeah. the AV department to come figure it out. Yes. And you're, you got another 5, 10, 15 minutes to fuck around with your classmates before getting back to work. Oh, I feel like that is just as fruitful as the lesson that's being taught, right? Because yeah, <laughs> it's, sure. it's the environment you're learning in. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking, speaking. By the way, just kind of a, a mini tangent. Speaking of classes, uh, Joe was trying to get me to sign up to take a the New York City police officers exam. I'm just gonna let that sit there. No comment. It's interesting because Father Joe was a police officer, right? And so naturally, if 
anything that anybody does for a career and it gave them some type of fulfillment, whatever the case is, you want someone else to experience that. So for him, being a former police officer, he would want you to be a police officer. But when you said that, too, I was thinking, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense because that's a definite no for Rick's. That is a hard no. (laughs) And so here here, so here here's kind of the 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 context for everything where he had sent me this email about and the the officer training test in New York. Uh, I think it's in a couple of months from now. He's like, you should really sign up for this. You should do this. And. It's like, oh my god! Like we've 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 gone through this circus like three or four times right now, where he has constantly been trying to get me to sign up to be a police officer. And at this point, I mean, considering I don't really know where I'm going to go, I why the hell not just take the test? Because the fact is, I'm not going to be accepted in any regard. I mean, with my background and all the other peripheral stuff. Like, regardless of whether or not I wanted to do it, I, I mean, I, I, I'm just kind of curious to, to be like, can, can I pass this? It's more, it's more of a personal challenge as opposed well, to actually wanting it. I was going to say, it's not a bad – I mean, I don't see you as being a police officer. Because <laughs> Me neither. You're too, you know I, – I mean, if you have to – I don't. I don't see you being a hard ass. Yeah, I don't. No, I can't. See, you know I can't. that's I can't do the that. the criminal the criminal world and the Rick's world do not go together. Oil and water. <laughs> yes. You know. Uh, but it's not a bad idea. I was going to ask you: Is it a test to be like an officer with a pistol and walking a beat, or is it? the standard test, even if you wanted to be a clerk inside the department doing paperwork, it would, it would basically be a test to, to start a desk job and then move up to patrol, then move up to Lieutenant, then move up to detective, then move up to captain. Like, and so Joe's, and by the way, when you said it, you know, it generally it's for the, the love of the game or the, the love of the experience, um, as opposed to the money, the reason why Joe is pushing this is because the starting salary, even for a, a desk jockey, is like seventy thousand a year plus benefits. Yeah, bro, I'd take that test in a heartbeat. Bro, I mean, why not? I mean, I know that that's not going to be something that is like feasible long term, but it's just it intrigues me because I'm just I'm it's I'm something. curious, you know, wh- why the hell not? You know, you you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take, kind of thing. I've thought if I ever, I mean, I would never do it now, but if knowing what I know now, when I was younger, I would have for sure spent time to be a police officer for the sole purpose of infiltrating and knowing the ins and outs of how the fucking system works and what they do to take advantage of situations, to take advantage of people in terms of arresting them and writing citations and all that bullshit. Dude. Only reason. And then do that shit for two or three years and then bounce. Just so I have that knowledge. Yeah, man. And you know you And know, weapons training. That'd be fucking badass too. 
honestly, the reason why most people do that, well, I, I, I wouldn't want to say like most people, but the reason why some people do that is, is to get that kind of input insight, but also the pension, dude, like the pension sets you up for life. And that's like the main reason why a lot of people end up going into that profession is that it's kind of a guaranteed, like you do this for 25 years you are you are set for life you are going to be cool wherever you live even if it's in the wealthiest community you've you've got your pension set kind of thing so yeah it joe joe joe's looking for looking out for me uh financially but at the same time it's like oh man i you know i'm i'm curious but i don't take it seriously if that makes sense who knows? Maybe you can pass the test. I mean, what's this test? Multiple choice or what type of test are we talking about here? I die. Because if you go about it, if you do it and you don't give a shit at all, that gives you the best opportunity to to uh, have the highest score, however yes. that may be. That is so true. Go with your gut and just do it. You have not- you Like when you have nothing to lose, I feel like that – adds just this extra level of freedom for you to just follow your instincts and hey you know if your instincts aren't right then you're not gonna be it's selected like, Rick, here this is an an offer from the new york city police department and then it's here like oh shit uh it's like that scene in orange county when they mix up the, the guidance counselor whoever mix up the uh transcripts and they're like all the stoners like, oh, Shane, what's up, bro? Guys, I got into Stanford. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> no, man, I did it as a joke. I'm, I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's kind of that, that's kind of the, the weird, weird point that I would be at. I mean, it, it's kind of a it's still a hypothetical right now. And I'll, I'll, I'll probably take it just because I'm going to be in on the East Coast at that point. But just do it. Who knows? What, 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 Why not? What's the worst that could happen? It's a hard no because you didn't pass the test. Or you get admitted, you have a desk job, they're pushing for you to be, you know, junior patrol or whatever the fuck it's called. You're going to give them a hard no and you're going to stay at the desk job or you'll find something else. And so, Unless you want to be a cop. I don't know. Maybe you want to be a patrolman and in that way just do it. But you don't oh, have fuck to do no. anything you don't want to do. And here's the thing, too, where and, – and this is kind of where I came to this point. I think it was after high school, too, and I don't know what your thoughts are on this of taking bullshit from other people, like what your kind of reaction is of, you know, people hazing you or doing, like, you know, antagonistic stuff towards you because you're, you're the new guy or you're the, the freshman or you're the, the pledge or the rookie. I mean – I haven't really had any instances like that. Not that, even like, in college? Stick, really? None that stick out. Not even pledging. Well, that, like, all of that stuff wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I never had the perception that, like, I don't want to do this. This sucks. I mean, it sucked sometimes, but it was like a fun, this sucks, I'm doing this with all these guys but nothing that actually made me question do i want to be doing this 
Yeah, because, I mean, the main thing that comes down to it for me is whether or not I question my morality. Like, am I doing something that I believe to be immoral? And that's kind of, I never had to deal with that when I was pledging a fraternity. I never had to deal with that, you know, in any, you know, seminary, anything like that. It's like, there there are bounds. And what Joe has said, it's like, there's, there, you know, sometimes you have to cross those bounds. And it's like, I don't know if I'm, yeah, if I want to do that, you know? What, like fucking elephant walk or something? Or what are we talking about? <laughs> yes, exactly. You? Like... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, fuck if I know this. I mean, my my fraternity was like super super calm. So uh, we we were on probation, and so they weren't able to haze us at all. In fact, they had to check in on us. Uh, the worst that we had to do was sit in a room and listen to the same song over and over again on max volume, and the uh, pledge leaders or whatever had to come in every i think it was like half hour or something and ask if we were okay in order to abide by the university standards for the probation that they were on like you're not harassing these you know pledges or something like that and so it was it was super like like powder puff type uh type stuff yeah but i i would not i would not have dealt with anything that was kind of more morally compromised my own orientation so fun times so we're uh we're nearing the end right now yeah it's a solid one episode number 187 getting closer and closer to 200 until next time until next time